Quest episode 110. We just went over. I know, I know. <laughs> Quite. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Ask, aka Wheels, and with me as always. David McFerney, currently attempting to update my style ranking. <laughs> Fanboy Master, also known as. <laughs> you have style? <laughs> no, but I'm trying. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Also with us as always. Yes, that's your cue, Mr. Snark. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> got, got distracted. Yes. Uh, <laughs> from Japan, um, your man in Japan, Gaijima no Katari, Michael Baker. Um, currently trying to destroy a demon. Uh, you know how it is. Yes. The usual. Yep. Why do yep. you think I'm trying to learn to style? <laughs> so you can give the demon a nice perm and a wave? No, wrong style. This isn't style savvy. It's devil may style. Ah, oh, okay. Devil May Style. Yes, well, that would explain so well. much about how wonderful the hair always looks in those games. <laughs> they put a lot of work into it. <sighs> so, Alliance Alive yep. HD Remaster already announced for the West. It's an amazing Yay. game. That's good. Yes, I'm glad that was just confirmed. Super quick. I'm sure I'll be dominant by it again. <laughs> uh, maybe I know that Wheels has already pre-ordered it. Oh yes, I have. Yes, the collector's edition. Of course you did. I saw you. I saw what you linked, and I knew you wouldn't have linked it if you hadn't already ordered it. Touche. Uh, but yeah, that uh, not sure. I was expecting that to come from NIS, but whatever. Atlas seems to be pulling back a lot from publishing third-party games in the West Yeah. since the acquisition, so I'm not surprised. And really, Xseed is doing a lot, spending a lot more time with all the Marvelous nonsense, so NIS yeah. seems to be picking up the slack. <laughs> the NIS mothership still doesn't release enough games to stop them, so... <sighs> and yeah. demon is dead. Yay. Okay. <laughs> you defeated. What are you playing? <laughs> Circle of the Moon. Ah. Just took out a Dremelec. Wasn't, wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> Dremelec is like the part in. Uh, is the part that's the goat-headed monstrous thing right yep because that is the part that when i was playing it on the original gba with that lighting scheme that was the point where it's like nope the game is currently impossible <laughs> well i mean that's the thing a dremelec doesn't actually move around he's just you just aim for the head in the middle of the screen that's true but he also does have things that he can like i feel like he has some sort of projectile that is very hard to see on that original screen everything it, 
he throws is a projectile. Most of it is hard to see, but you know what? I just turned on the quadruple in the invincibility period after you get hit spell and went at it. And apparently one of those about... projectiles is a lot easier to dodge if you're just constantly humping up and down to try and whack them. Are you talking about... Uh, circle? Yes. Uh, that, spell, that spell only works when you get hit. <laughs> I thought it was supposed yeah, to make but... it invisible. Yeah, but I mean, it's the difference between getting hit once and getting hit 15 times because he always summons stuff in swarms. <sighs> I just straight up killed it until it died and dodged attacks. Yeah, but when it's literally sending swarms of flying skulls across the screen, it's dodging is easier said than done. Mm. You humans like swarms of things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as annoying as the Camaro fight, though. Uh, all the, f the fights in the second half of Circle of the Moon are real mean. <laughs> Dracula is easy enough to avoid, though. Yeah, but he also spends most of the fight off-screen. Yeah. <laughs> like the problem there is just hitting him. Yeah. So I'm just impressed that you guys are remembering this, because I barely remember anything about this game since I last played it 17 years ago. Mm. So, I last played it, like, four years ago, which is why I remember it. <laughs> that's, the GB, that's the first GBA one? Yeah, that's the launch uh, GBA probably, game. Probably, yeah. yeah. I've not really played much of that at all. Its successors are generally better, but it's passable. Spe speaking of which, I have been uh, doing a retrospective lately. And we'll finally move on to the coveted Dracula X trilogy. Oh, and here yeah. I was hoping we would talk about Castlevania 64. Why? <laughs> uh, we're we're saying oh, say why, dude. Oh, God. PS3-3D era. Fair, fair. Yeah, that's available. I'm on a couple of them. <laughs> Sweet, but, uh, check that out. In case anybody forgot, who are you again? I don't know you. Never talked to you in my life. Guy that never Yokai Watch. <laughs> oh yes, our Yokai Watch correspondent. Special Yokai Watch correspondent. <laughs> yeah, Alliance yeah. Live HD. Available for your PS4 and Switch. The voice acting edition. <laughs> Probably not. Voice acting? <laughs> it should be. I mean, they're remastering it. They might as well put the effort in. I mean, the game was clearly designed with it in mind, but they didn't have the budget at the time. I mean, I don't suspect that there's a lot more budget now, but who knows? I was going to say that really depends on what their budget is at this point. Like, yeah, they made the announcement, but they're not talking about any new details to the game. Because, like, it was announced the same day that the Japanese release date was announced. <laughs> it's, year, baby. it's a really weird situation to see NISA picking up all of Atlas's former scraps. Yeah. Like, yeah. My... You know, and then that, and then we've got the blah of uh, Overdose, uh, Caligula. Yeah, Caligula Overdose. Which was also written by a former Atlas employee. <laughs> Not his best work. Yeah, and, Not his best. And work. if you look at the plot summary, it seems a lot like uh, it should be a Persona game almost. Yeah. Until you get it to was written by one of the Persona Two it. writers. Yeah. Which explains a lot. Tragically, it's still a bad game. Uh, <laughs> the Uta game is bafflingly also being released in the Vita in the West. 
but only digitally because di- I don't see a physical edition in that announcement. Uh, gotta get strike while the iron is not yet in the ground. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, so what? We, one of these years, I guess we officially have to like eulogize the Vita. So I mean, if someone wants to do that, do we? Because NIS America has announced a Vita release for 2020. <laughs> what? Yes. 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 I'm surprised they didn't uh, that... it to switch. <laughs> I was gonna say Which I, I was gonna ask if we're actually allowed to talk about that yet, but I guess this vi- this is going up after the embargo is lifted, right? Yep, that announcement is already up. It was part of their uh, annou- announcement of games what today. What Vita game is coming out in 2020? Uh, I imagine they'll do a Switch port eventually, and then they'll do ports of the other two games. What is this? It's weird. The adver- the trailer advertised it as the conclusion to the Utuari Mono series, but it's oh. It's the first game, though, so it can't be the conclusion. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. Um, Timelines get really wonky with that series. Isn't it like a remake of the first game? Yeah, yeah. With okay. uh, a remake of the first game in the sense that the first game was a VR, a VN, and this game's a VN and an RPG. Well, I mean, I don't understand what's being made. Most of the visual novels did, if they had any sort of gameplay at all, it was usually tactical to begin with. So, I mean, I've seen lots of visual novels that identify themselves as visual novels, but they still have tactical battles, Mm. randomly. Well, now it's got the new engine, so... Yeah, that's different, though. So, uh, I barely understand what this series is and do not intend to change that, so... Uh, no idea how that game is happening in 2020. Yes. I feel like contracts were signed. <laughs> I know how this game is. It's like Tears to Tiara, only hopefully better. No, I didn't say that. I wasn't oh, okay. asking how... No, I'm saying There's how nothing is wrong with that game, sir. <laughs> yes, there, yes, there is. But no. We're not we're doing, not doing we're it, not this year. No, no, let, let's, let's it avoid... It just has bringing team levels of um, bad editing. Yes. Yes, that is, and that is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. We're not having this discussion. We just discussed how we're not having this discussion. Moving on. Uh, but yeah, like I assume contracts were signed around that game, and then the Vita finally breathed its last, and then we have to sort of... Because by the time that game comes out, that thing will have been discontinued for nearly a year. Yeah, seems about right. I know, I mean... I'm thinking, how how long did we see games for the... Um, PlayStation 2, but then again, the PlayStation 2 was better done. Like one of those sold the one of those sold 15 million, and one of them sold 150 million. So yeah, it was it was as much magnitude. I don't think the PS2 officially got discontinued until like 2011, anyway. So how yeah. long do we have to wait till the 3DS gets discontinued? Uh, give it about nine months. I'd say Yeah, I'm already planning on how I can afford a switch next year. I'd say as soon as they have a cheaper switch, uh it's not gonna be much I mean, reason to it'll be have have the uh three DS out there. I can just hear the sad quaver in Wheels' voice as he realizes that he's also wishing goodbye to Etrian Odyssey. Um I, I don't want to talk about it. I haven't I haven't even opened my copy of uh Nexus. At least Lankars is making other strategy RPGs. 
Looking at it, the PS2 was not officially discontinued. They did not stop producing it until January of 2013. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Just imagining being the last PS2 off the line. I want to know who ended up purchasing that object. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so... You know, I guess we will eventually eulogize the Vita, but it has officially discontinued production, so that seemed worth noting. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess we have an idea of what Gaijin's been playing. What have you guys been playing? Well, I've only been playing this since yesterday. Huh. So. Huh. I've been What's playing Castlevania Lords of Shadow for the sake of my podcast. I'm so oh, sorry. Good video. <laughs> so, it, the weird thing is, Lord of Shadow 2 does a lot of things better than the first game, but the story is blarg. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the story of the first game is Robert Carlyle sitting in a in the woods and being sad about the fact that he killed every woman he's ever met. So, And then you get narration by Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and Patrick Stewart is doing his very best with this material that is not great. <laughs> I'm also wondering how the heck this one character is still alive. Don't think about it. <laughs> I'll probably tell you at the end, and then it still won't make a lot of sense. I appreciated Lords of Shadow 2's ending for at least having the dignity to be balls out insane. Mm. So, look forward to that. It tries to do the Arkham thing. so It's, it's, it's got the same problem the first game does. It tried to be everything else. Yeah, a little bit. But the combat's a little better. The level design's a little more interesting, pseudo nonlinear. Do I get a double jump? Because I haven't found one yet. <laughs> I can't remember. It's been since or an it came air dash out. that doesn't send me flying to the ground. It came out in what 2012. It's been a very long time. <laughs> so I don't recall. <laughs> nice on my computer, at least. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty game. It was a technically accomplished game. Put more effort into the graphics than the first game, at least. The art direction's a little more interesting. Uh, I'm kind of surprised they didn't port them all to the PS4 or the Xbox One. Like, sort of. Sort of. A period where that would have made sense. Konami was still sort of into the into the console game when the, they um, made Metal Gear Solid Five, so they could have. Well, you can't play them on your Xbox One, at least. Yeah. Well, not on your PS4 because unless you play PS now and get that, but it won't get the benefits of being on a bunch bigger console. I don't know if the, they uh, did Xbox One um, improvements. Uh, uh, usually, couldn't tell you, the but they look, they look they look really good. So it's about all I can usually say. Usually, Xbox emulation it's good for that. So I believe in. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, the most important thing is that it introduced a canon where the phrase Castlevania City exists. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. yeah. That's, uh, that's a thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the city you're wandering is Castlevania City. It is literally a city that was built on top of the ruins of Dracula's Castle. I mean, what could go wrong? Why would you not want to just live in the ruins of Dracula's Castle? Take your kids um, there. Um... 
there's all sorts of possible reasons why not. <laughs> it's not a great place. Uh, don't recommend it. Not a good vacation spot. Bad Yelp reviews. Um, Lots of Yelps. And it is technically an RPG, so we're talking about it here. <laughs> there's character upgrading. There's exploration. Good enough. <laughs> but, uh, and Wheels, what have you been playing? Let me guess. Paladins? Paladins, Overwatch. Uh, um, Hero Death, shooters. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. A little bit. Also, um, blah, 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 blah. why is my brain failing me? Uh, you okay, Watch 3. And Pokemans, of course. Lots of Pokemans. Pokemon Dream? And yeah, that's that's about it. Lots of hero shooters. Being, no, I'm just imagining there being like a pair of Pokemon games named Pokemon Dream and Pokemon Nightmare. Mm-hmm. That might be fun. <laughs> One of them is much harder than the other. Yes, please. Or we can go guilty here with Heaven or Hell. <laughs> I feel like Nintendo might balk at that. Oh, they won't call it Hell, they'll call it the Underworld. Pokemon Heaven or Pokemon HFIL. Um, or Reverie and Underworld. There we go. There you go. Sounds a bit better. Yeah. Um, uh, I am also a Devil May Cry person. I have also been playing that. How has it treated you, Wheels? Uh, very well. He's uh, crying. Yes. I want to play it, but like it and Sekiro is like kind of forcing me to like try to find ways to get more money so I can get PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X. Uh, yeah, but so far it feels, it obviously feels like the old Devil May Cry games, but I still I feel like it's got a bit of the flavor of the much wrongly maligned DMC. The visual so, style? It has... That, not I, just I'll the never visual style. <laughs> Uh, like it has a bit more of the smoothness of like the animations in DMC were much smoother and that gave the game a less trying to think how to put it but like a less artificial feel when you're swapping between animations and I feel like Devil May Cry 5 has inherited that yeah uh, maybe this was in the earlier Devil May Cry games, but like the whole opening like slow mo sequence with the music playing reminded me a lot of the same thing in DMC. So, does that have anything like the succubus versus Dante uh, argument? <laughs> it has not had that yet. Although they did inherit the capacity to swear, which was also one of those things that didn't show up in like in it other- is weird. Like they they swore occasionally, but it was, and they it's still not a common occurrence. But it feels like there was a period where like Japanese games dubbed from Japanese would not typically drop an f bomb. So it was like, huh. So it's more like a Suda Fifty One game now. <laughs> not so much. I'm not. But I mean, considering Japanese doesn't really have any that many cuss words that would be equivalent to English cuss words in strength while being the same meaning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you tried to translate S-words and F-bombs into Japanese, you would end up with stuff that you could literally find in Japanese children's animation. Oh no, I forgot yet another game that's coming out this month. Uh, The Divish? No, no, no. Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. Oh yeah, right. I have to get that. Fuck. 
Which is a yeah, which is why it didn't show up in the release list. Legally obligated to roguelike. I am importing the physical edition of that. Yeah, because like, we want only digital digital releases in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to briefly ramble about Devil May Cry because it's not an RPG, but I care about it a lot. Uh, it's RPG enough. You you upgrade your characters. There's yeah. health and magic upgrades. Uh, there is inventory management. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're also describing Tomb Raider there. And there's like light exploration, so there's exploration. So. <laughs> Well, Again, you're describing Tomb Raider. And Tomb Raider got much more RPG. Therefore, it all works. Is Metroid Prime an RPG then? Sure. Possibly. I haven't played that one. We aren't buying things, but you are exploring a lot. I mean, I have RPGs where you didn't actually <laughs> buy anything either. Yeah. And it's hard like Dark Souls. Especially on the higher difficulties. Gotta get to Dante Must Die mode. Yeah. But but no, I've been impressed at the game's ability to make each character uh, feel very distinct. And in conclusion, I've decided that in the RPG tradition, that Nero is the, like, fighter brute... V is the wizard, and Dante is the uh, magic knight. <laughs> or the slash speedster. Okay, the thing is that Dante is just capable of doing everything. He's just good at everything. He's a, he's a red mage, then. Yeah, but he doesn't get outclassed, so... Mm. So, Again, red, wizard. Went... Res- wi- red wizard. There we go. Red Wizard, if we're worrying, if we're dealing with Devil May Cry, if we're dealing with Final Fantasy One rules, where no one's stats matter anyway. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go from the thief to the ninja. I just appreciate how much there is one character whose entire gimmick in this game that's traditionally been all about getting up in your opponent's faces. There is one character that has no attacks. He can only summon other mon- other characters to do things for him, and they act like spells, basically. <laughs> he's got lots of cool animations, especially... He's called, and he's but, suspiciously called V, which makes me wonder. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. I like how he just, like, skates on, like, a little cloud of He darkness. skates on his panther. It, it's rad. There was a great scene that I got earlier where he calls in, like, the shop, and while he's waiting for the shop to arrive, like, his panther is just falling asleep on top of the phone booth. (laughs) I wasn't quite clear on why it chose to do that, but it was important. It was a very cat-like choice. (laughs) But, uh... Very good game. Uh, if you're a Devil May Cry fan, or a lapsed Devil May Cry fan, I recommend coming back with it. It's also clearly tuned to try to be a little kinder to new players, because it's harder, it's harder than the reboot, but I mean, it's also... Uh, I have found, like, eight retry orbs just ambiently around the environment, and I've not used one of them. <laughs> so... Good game. Recommended. Not... 
fully an RPG, but oh well. Let's get to a question. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Someone pick one. <laughs> Weren't we going to start with some of the ones from last week? Uh, yes, I don't have that. Do you have happen to have that window open? I'll pull, I'll pull it open. <laughs> oh, my connection is slow tonight. Okay. Okay, sea of questions. Let's get down here. Uh, I presume that the last one we hadn't done was this one from Budai, which was, if you were the head of a video game hardware company and could magically get exclusive rights to one game series other than Grand Theft Auto, which would you choose? Hmm. We're also probably going to move Nintendo franchises off the table. (laughs) Okay. So we're assuming it's got to be... It's got to be a third-party game. Okay. This would be the way I would look at it. I mean, realistically, business-wise, you would want it to be... Fortnite? Fortnite's kind of getting overtaken by Apex is the thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you would want it to be something that is a consistent seller. So, I mean, like... Yeah, there's no guarantee that will we'll last, though. Yeah. And like with well, Fortnite, Fortnite, half yeah. the reason it's successful is because it's on everything. That's true. Also true. true. All right. Um, Everything's pretty much free. Yeah, you, it needs to be something that actually draws people to a platform that might not otherwise have gotten it. Uh, I like my immediate thought would be. I mean, if this were a few years ago, the obvious choice would be something like Call of Duty, but yeah. that's losing stature. It really is. So, it's a tough call. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've kind of left behind the point where there's a world-shattering franchise that can do that sort of thing, other than the aforesaid Grand Theft Auto. Whatever else you can get Rockstar to make, basically. Because, I mean, Red Dead's not doing Grand Theft Auto numbers, but it still sold like 22 million units. Yeah. So, I mean... Whatever, whoever's got the Midas touch. Um, I mean, I think you're kind of seeing I mean, Microsoft try to go for the strategy of like, eh, whoever has a fan base, let's just buy them. <laughs> uh, I think I'd try and get like, I mean, it's been a while since the last Grand Theft Auto. I'd try and get the next Grand Theft Auto exclusive to my platform. I, that I would be don't huge. think you could get it. But I, I, sure. We don't. That's that's not in the question though. <laughs> You're but we're also magically being able so to do say, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The premise of the question disallowed it, but okay. Mm. Um, Did anybody make a question about like was anybody thinking about the uh, the possibility of Microsoft uh, streaming doing a streaming service for the Switch to let them play their games? Uh, uh, rumors floating around, but I don't think anyone's asked about that's it. That's been shot down. Last I heard, it's been shut rumor. down, but I still believe it happens in about two years. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something good, and really nothing, nothing's coming to mind. Like as like something that would be possibly realistic. It turns out that I actually just use this to force the revival of a franchise that I care about that no one else does. <laughs> Which there will be a new entry in X franchise, and it will be this, and it will be exclusive to this platform. <laughs> Clearly, that's a, a demon tower or 
Tower and, or whatever it was called. Deadly Towers, that's right. Oh, why would you do this to me? <laughs> Up next, a brand new battle totes. Oh, we're getting that. Please not. Please. I know we're getting that. I keep forgetting that we're Could getting we that. Could we not? They just showed Could, a logo. Can we, like, ask them to, not, just to do something else instead? Like anything? hard. <laughs> Up next, Yonoid 2, but it's a Bioware-style RPG. Oh, God. <laughs> in, in the Venus Sonic Chronicles, the Dark Brotherhood. Oh, oh, why would you do this? No, I've decided the actual th- uh, thing I would pursue is Knights of the Old Republic 3. Mm, that's a good one. Okay. It's Star Wars. The kids love Star Wars. I'd like the Guardian Legend sequel, please. But but would EA allow that? They wouldn't, but that was the point. Yeah, of, like, if you like, could magically get it. It'd be like, oh, no, that's not a live game. It's not going to make us continue. It would actually it would actually just have uh it would actually just have like an endless battery of update content. True nightmare. But yeah, like the the monkey's paw wish I make is Kotor three. That's that's my exclusive game for whatever console I'm running. Konami doing something with a uh, Hudson's uh, Adventure Island series and making a new RPG with it. Ooh! Didn't they make like a bonk RPG at one point? No, they did make a Adventure Island RPG, but it was like an RPG in the sense of Metroidvania. Oh wait, so no. It was basically was... Wonder Boy, which is weird because it was started as a Wonder Boy game. There was a PC Engine RPG of Bonk that was canceled. Okay, yes. that explains where my brain went. Uh, now I have to go back and look up what uh, the PC and PC Engine stood for. It's bad. Everyone else, Wheels, name your game. I'm still trying to think of one. Like, I got nothing. Anything I can think of is, like, totally unrealistic. Okay, but that's the point. Okay. Also, Pithic- it's PC and PC Genshin stands for Pithecanthropus Computeris. <laughs> Seriously? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, someone buying the... Someone making an exclusive new marathon game for their platform. That sounds like the Latin words used to describe the size of his cranium. I'm sure that's part of it, uh, but yeah, like wheels. I would I would point out that like someone buying Bungie's table scraps wouldn't even be that weird. It's true. <laughs> you'll you'll never get over inside Mac gaming. Um, I'm over Macs in general, so yeah, I think I'm good. Wheels just sighs very sadly, very heavily. F you, Apple. <laughs> wow. That's a whole other yeah. thing. Let's not get into that, because that's a whole other yeah, thing. Yeah, let's about, not do that any more than we were not going to do that other thing. About their dumb uh, operating system that's gotten insanely <laughs> boring all of a sudden. Gaijin, you got anything that you would uh, nominate for this? Um... Okay, granted that none of the decisions I would be making would be based on popularity of the game involved. Just make your choice. Um, the entirety of the original PlayStation RPG library for remakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just making... Just, oh, sweet. Saga Frontier remake. Exclusive. 
Let's go back oh, to Kingsfield. Oh, not just that. I'm thinking it's <laughs> close to like 400 games right there. Some of Real them have not been seen Madness in over a decade. Shadow Madness, Kingsfield, bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this also means Linda Cube. Oh, of course, Linda Cube. It, <laughs> it also means Linda Cube. Never forget. It means a lot of really weird stuff. I mean, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, that the weird, best part is that weird SMT game called Ronde. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I've never even found. I've game. never even seen a copy of that. That's the Saturn game. I've seen images of what that game looks like and it's legitimately it looks like a game that is not finished it's amazing um jake yakun sequel there's already a jake yakun sequel i guess there's a third one now yeah we can get a third one uh but yeah uh now i'm just imagining all the weird things that would be entailed by remaking the entire ps1 rpg library finally guardians crusade is back baby I'd rather have uh, Guardian Heroes. Uh, hey, I, I reviewed that one. I wasn't a big fan of it when I played it back when I was when it was new. <laughs> um, it had its, it was cute in its own way, but honestly, half the reason I reviewed it was specifically because our only review on the website was by Otter. Oh wow! Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> and so I'm like, you know what? I am just going to review this just to see. And you know what? It was not nearly as awful as he would have said. Um, of course, he also not... compared it unfavorably to games that came out months or years after it because they happened to share certain similarities. Mm. How about and a full voice? And he phrased it in ways that made it seem like the game, that Guardians Crusade, was ripping them off. That's weird. Okay, oh, not, no, I mean, not interrogating like, that further. <laughs> it's like, no, he's like, he in his review, he criticized it for having an annoying fairy sidekick and then saying it was a ripoff of Ocarina of Time and then in the very next breath saying, but you know, well, of course, Ocarina of Time came out like three or four months later, but still. Mm. It was merely a normal variety bet, I think. Yeah, they they did so. corporate espionage and stole plans and made their own game. Yeah, like, Guardians Crusade is not, like, it's one of those games that I pull out because it's not bad, it's just not that interesting. What about a remake of, like, a PlayStation era Atelier game? Well, I mean, those are almost certainly in the works somehow anyway. Kinda. I mean, mean, how many different systems have I played Atelier Marie on at this point? Mm -hmm. Um... Well, it's had uh, it had a Saturn version and a Dreamcast version and a PlayStation version and a PlayStation Two remastered version, and I played it on my cell phone eight years ago. Wasn't uh, Annie technically a remake? No. On the DS, okay. Not nothing had like. There no was one though. Action. I think that was Marie though. Well, Marie also had a uh, a Game Boy Color spinoff. <laughs> Which was not particularly good either. But I'm not going to pretend I'm surprised. How about a remake of that Grandia Parallel Trippers game? Oh, man. Well, that would be very trippy. I can tell you that right now. And speaking <laughs> of which, I need to get back to that. Um, Grandia Digital Museum remake. <laughs> that wouldn't be much yeah. as much remake as it would just be a... That day, uh, them Falcom could go back to Cotton... Or, no, no, not Cotton. Uh, Pop Pool Mail. Oh, that would be cool. I'd like Powerful Mail to make a return. 
Yeah, uh, I realized that the other the idea that also made sense from in terms of what this question was originally about is I cast my eyes over and saw my copy of Dragon Quest V and I was like, oh, Dragon Quest. Yeah, it's probably that. Speaking of which, <laughs> if I, wanted- I sold my PlayStation 4 copy of Dragon Quest XI because I'm getting a Switch version later. Sounds about right. Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. I have successfully staved off buying Dragon Quest XI and I was right. 2D mode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did not expect that 2D mode to make it into the Switch version, so that was a pleasant surprise. I called it. I called it's, it. It certainly well, helps I mean, make it the definitive version. I mean, 2D mode is for the from the version that Nintendo originally published anyway. So, fair, fair. Yeah. Makes sense. So that probably won't be showing up in the PS4 version. <laughs> I'd imagine. The no. voice acting might get patched in, but probably not the 2D mode. Uh... But yeah, I'm oh, I'm so excited for that. But yeah, Dragon Quest or Monster Hunter would be the things that you go looking for if you want to like take over Japan. So I do wonder how it work will work without a dual screen though. Like an overlay, maybe. I think you had to choose which one you were going to be in no. after a certain point in the 3DS one. Nope. Hmm. One's on one screen, the other's on the other screen at all times. Maybe it'll be like a filter change, like the the, the Secret of Monkey Island games or something like that. Where you just press a button and it swaps. Yeah, it seems like yeah. a lot of work. I'd enjoy it, but it seems like a lot of work. Eh. Maybe not as much as you think. Depends. Yeah. But yeah. Uh. Oh man. But yeah. Th- those are the the strategy choices. Yeah, um, I guess we can move on to another question. Sure. Do we get any more from uh, last week? Yeah, one from Crawl, who I've never seen ask a question before, so that's fun. Sweet. Newbie. Uh, also, that reminds me, once well, we, we, I have some questions from Discord. We should probably do those uh, yeah, this, okay. this week, because uh, the questions from questions from the comment are e- comments are easier to remember to do next week, so... We'll do that after. We'll do the Discord questions between last week's and this week's. Sounds um, good. So this this should be. I think we've mentioned this occasionally, but uh, what the question is: What is the ideal length of, for an RPG? Obviously, a great game will make a player zip through a hundred hours, while a five-hour bad game can feel ten times longer. But what do you think is the perfect length developers should aim for? Also, under the assumption you're not having to review them. <laughs> Important caveat. <laughs> Uh, I tend to like 25 to 30 hours. <laughs> I, it, yeah, that sounds about right. I'd say about, about around yeah. 40. It, it depends on the game, though, because oh, it's, it's very I mean, game if, dependent. If we're just looking, if we're looking at a game in a vacuum, I feel then, like 25, yeah, 25 hours. Is good. To, 25 to 30 hours for me tends to be enough for the game to start have a middle that doesn't feel like it has to jet through everything it's thinking about and time to develop its systems and time to end without becoming a tedious slug. Yeah. Uh, you get past that and the pacing issues become much more apparent. So, 40 is like kind of the upper end of like, that's probably about as much as most games have content for. And then once you start getting past that, it's like, oh, please, please no more. <laughs> um, let's see. 
with the co- with the follow-up question, what games, despite you thoroughly enjoying them, also, ma- also massively overstayed their welcome? Dragon Quest VII. Um, uh, Tales well, of the they, Abyss. They did kind of fix that later. Yeah, yeah, but it's still it's a hyper long game, and there's a point where it's like this is a decent story, but I don't need this yeah. many of them. Mario Luigi <laughs> Team that was about twenty hours too long. Fair, fair. Um, Mario and Luigi uh, Partners in Time that was about um, it's well, an entire length too long. So yeah, it I was count. about done with it about after about an hour. So yeah, it, it should just not exist. Yeah. Uh, Tales of the Abyss though uh, was about twenty hours too long. A lot of Tales games fall into this, where they'll have, like... They'll split into arcs, and by the time you get through the second arc, you're just like, I don't need more of this. And it's like, no, here's another 20 hours. Rescour the world map. It's like, uh... It's Tales of Asperia. I mean, it's not too long, but there's a lot of extra content that you didn't need to throw in. The way it gates off extra content in Tales of Asperia is also very bad, but... (laughs) That's another. That's another story. Like, um, did you do this earlier? Too bad. <laughs> too bad. You missed a. You missed a cutscene five hours into the game. It's fifty hours in, and it is locked. Yeah, I couldn't finish a couple side quests because I didn't do it like at the right time, or go back uh, to finish the other part of it at the right time. Yeah, it. It's terrible. Don't do that. Never do that. Never ever ever do that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like those are those are games that I would consider uh, to be. Th- those are the things that come off the top of my head. It's like this. I enjoyed this, but also I wish this wasn't as long. You could cut you could cut things from this, and I wouldn't feel bad about it. I guess the inverse would be like a game that is that I thoroughly enjoyed from start to finish that is longer than I would usually want. And I guess like the big exceptions for that tends to be like. Most Shin Megami Tensei games tend to stretch past the 50-hour mark and tend to not lose my attention during that time. So, I need yeah. to finish. This was not in the question. This is just my. I need to finish Apocalypse at some point. That game's final boss is really hard. Mm. <laughs> Even on the easiest. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, need, just, I just wanted to I also need to finish Strange Journey, which I heard is also a hard final boss. Yeah, yeah, it is. That final boss sucks. <laughs> when those games want to get mean, they get mean. It's like um, Apocalypse. It sounds like, like oh, the final boss of the of the previous game wasn't hard enough for you? Yeah, try this. Because <laughs> he was pretty have freaking you considered? easy. <laughs> have you considered a final boss that deflects everything? Um, but... I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's just let's see what we can make this <sighs> boss do this time. Strange I, journey. Yeah. Oh, not just that one. I mean, I'm still thinking of like um, Skippy the Wonder Dolphin from Soul Hackers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. Four Apocalypse is notable because, like, up until that point, most of the bosses are pretty in your control, but, like, Four Apocalypse's final boss is heavily, heavily RNG-dependent. You just sort of have to pray that he's not going to do certain moves and that certain things will go your way that I will not discuss. I mean, you can't even, like, assess any kind of patterns they'll use and base your strategy on that. You you have to Just just always be preparing for the worst-case scenario. 
Because, like, I hear you could do that with Golden Sun's secret boss. Like, it'll be, like, one of several different patterns. I don't know enough about the final boss of Apocalypse's AI to say for certain, mm. but, like, it has moves that basically just guarantee it extra turns. There's no real way to stop them, and it's Ugh. just... And there, there's other things that, like, make it hard to even guarantee that you'll be able to get more press turns, which is another huge problem. Mm. So, it's a hard fight. Very, very hard fight. Um... <laughs> But, yeah. Um, let's see. So, yeah. Uh, that's the corollary that I wanted to bring up, which is like a game that is longer than you usually like, but never loses your attention or makes you wish that it was shorter. Um, so, you want to move on to the Discord questions? Sure. sure. What do we got? I didn't see these because I was not able to spend much time on Discord this past week. Uh, it's alright, they were private messages, so you wouldn't have seen them. Oh, fair, fair. Alright, uh, these are from Kataka. And mm-hmm. the first one is, Hello, Milord Wheel. I like that. I have a question for wow. the next Q&A. Let me know if it was already asked. I have a terrible memory. Hello, hello, all. Love the show. Keep up the good work. My triple question is, what is your favorite RPG combat-wise for turn-based, tactical, and action RPG? Hmm. Turn-based is probably Grandia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big fan of that system. Grandia, too, especially. Yeah. Well, really, any of them has a good version of the system. Like even if the rest of the game's deficient, the yeah, the combat three. system is always good. <laughs> three. Yeah. I never I never played uh, Extreme. I have it. I haven't played it yet though. But uh, it, how is the, that? The combat is all that's hold propping up Extreme. It's amazing. Is it, is it better than threes or is it like worse than threes? Eh, they're fairly broadly similar. I don't remember what the gimmicks in three versus Extreme were, but I mean it's it's a good combat system. It's a good version of the Grandia combat system. Mm. But, oh man, it's been too long. Well, honestly, it hasn't been too long since I played three. I mean, I do. The, I don't need to replay three. I'm well, I like honest. two specifically because I like how it used the man eggs versus threes. Mm, I forget how those worked in that one. I I enjoyed one's version of the mana eggs, but mostly because it's really easy to exploit their <laughs> level up curve. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, action RPG system like a lot of action RPGs like probably like something like the, even this will split into subdivisions do we mean like action based combat system and otherwise traditional RPG that's going to be something like yeah. Tales of Graces or Tales of Hearts no I think any yeah. any action like could be Dark Souls it could be Tales of the Abyss just just anything or, um, of that ilk or like or like a turn-based system where it's like set what you're going to do and then wind it up and watch it go for one round so <laughs> for example the metal max series does that very well true true yeah uh i don't like thinking about other turn-based systems that are set and set and release uh 
I don't like much about this game, but I do wish more games had exploited FF10's battle system, which was interesting and was a good twist on turn-based, while not leaving, while not having any real-time elements. Uh, I think f- I'm, here's one that I'm not sure if it counts as action RPG or not. Resonance of Fate. <laughs> Where would you place that? That's, oh man, that <laughs> in its own little world. <laughs> That game is really hard to categorize. That yeah. game is real hard to categorize. Like a it real, does have a real-time strategy RPG turn-based. <laughs> it could, you could make a case for it to fit into any of these categories. Realistically, yeah, there's so much positioning elements that you associate with a tactical RPG. There are timing-dependent elements. There's, but it is all strictly turn-based. This is a this is just like a complete mishmash. It probably belongs as the best of some kind of battle system. I'm not sure what it would be, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, the acid battle system. Let's see. Uh, yeah. As for a strategy RPG, I mean... I feel like a lot of them are just drawing from the same blueprint in such a way that it can be... It's really going to... Re- represent more about what the strategy around the battle system is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'd have to go with Tactics Ogre. The remake. That's oh, uh, Wheel of Fortune. I'll stand by Final Fantasy Tactics. That's a good choice. Well, I mean, it's very similar there. Well, I never played Tactics Ogre at length, so... You should it's give really uh, the PSP... I have the, PSP the, PSP. I have the physical edition of the PSP game. So I do need, I. I've got. I need to get the digital one so I can play it on my Vita. Yeah. Video games have. Video games determined that I didn't own enough tarot card decks and therefore conspired for about three years there to include them with every pre order I made for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have now more tarot card decks than I've ever opened, which is to say that I own like five and have, and have opened none. <laughs> oh, you can send one to me sometime. I'd be interested. Uh, the Tactics Ogre one, or do you want the Persona one, or do you want the... Surprise me. <laughs> oh, great, you get the Agarest War one. Mm. Oh, God. Okay, I'm not... The also, also Tactics right. Ogre, port it to Switch, you cowards, along with Tunnel Fantasy Tactics. Yes, please. That would be good. But also, I was going to say, to clarify, I did not pre-order Agarest War Zero, it just... It came into my hands, and we'll leave it at that. Oh, you actually have that, I'm so sorry. I get to play Marriage because I just get code from IFI. <laughs> and I actually have to play it at some point, even though like, I don't have to ask for these games. So. I had to stop Never. opening Discord at work because someone was posting pictures of that game <laughs> in the RP camera Discord. Agarus War. <laughs> War Marriage. What? Like, I've never been... A- like... Hagarest War is one of those games that baffles me because I've never known... I Even people that like lots of things that I like can't under, fathom, I've never seen someone who actually likes Hagarest War. Like you like it for being completely awful, though? <laughs> I love a lot of awful games, but that's a hundred hours of awful to have all at once. I don't know how long Marriage is, though, compared to... The oh, I, I don't even know anything about Marriage. I, like... <laughs> My brain slid over that I'm statement. I'm feeling that it's a shorter game because it's on the PSP, and now it's on the Switch or Steam. 
Well, that's something and, at least. And it's the completely in 3D as opposed to the originals, which were 2D. I mean, that's probably a knock against it, if I'm being honest. PSP era 3D. But, yeah, I mean, it could scarcely be worse. Oh. Man, I remember talking to people, like... Oh. I think, I think people like, just like it for the, all the boob jokes and the raunchiness. There are better boob joke games. Yep. No matter what you want out of Agarest War, you deserve better. Um, <laughs> I just remember, like, I feel like the old RP Gamer, like, review blogs, there were, like, three people that tried to do Agarest War, and all of them gave up partway through because it was that bad. Mm-hmm. You deserve better filth. <laughs> Let's be real. You deserve, I don't care what you want out of that game. No matter what it's giving you, you deserve better. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, what was this question? I got real pissed off. I got real heated about best <laughs> combat <laughs> systems for the various RPG subtypes. Yeah. Well, that's at the that's at the other end because it's a really bad, boring combat system. <laughs> Remember when Red made very good strategy RPGs? What happened? Can to we that? bring back Soccer <laughs> Wars instead? <laughs> Uh, did anybody play Thousand Arms? That's also a decent game. I remember playing that very briefly and finding it to be perfectly cromulent as a video game. It's a little uncomfortable by its opening because like, all of the dialogue in the opening is like a character <laughs> implying that your protagonist is groping them mid-conversation. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I remember the gameplay mechanics being exactly fine. <laughs> Uh, video games. Um, but for oddball uh, combat systems, I'm going to also give a shout out to FF15 as one that I would like to see expanded upon because it is not a favorite of mine. I think it's interesting and I think it could be better. Very uh, taking the action concept and making it very specifically about not intricacy of combo or timing, but about ability to manage crowds and multiple enemies so Did anybody like crisis core slot machine mechanics? i kind of i like the dmw i don't like the the staccato feeling of the combat in crisis core but i do like the the dmw as like a concept of like this is a high tension battle and therefore the game has an excuse to give you more bonuses is an interesting idea mm. And making that not just an under-the-hood, like, the game is cheating dice rolls in your favor, but an above-board, like, when this situation is tense, like, the DMW activates more often. Hmm. It's an interesting concept and interesting way to interplay the dice rolls with the story itself. Yeah, so... Yeah, combat systems. Any other ones we want to shout out? (laughs) <laughs> All right, just I mean, if, if you really made me go down this rabbit hole I would be talking for hours and yeah. hours I'm, that's why I've been trying to stay quiet <laughs> I just, I just throw... mentioned uh, Crisis Core because Crisis Core is technically Kingdom Hearts Battle so Kingdom Hearts technically is turn based but it's turn based in an action shell yeah I was going to throw Alliance Live out there that's a good one too yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a variation on the saga system. Yeah. So. Saga always had a raw turn-based one, but I mean, you had a lot more unpredictability going on. Mm-hmm. And then, that's and what you then get for the, having yeah. no level-up system internally. 
or a no experience based level up system. Yeah, that's that's an interesting. Like, there's something unreplicable in Saga of just like the boss fight that is not going well, and then you spark a skill that is able to turn the tide. It's like something that doesn't exist in any other franchise. Well, I mean, if you want to get really technical, it exists in two franchises now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By two but, completely but. different companies that happen to share a lot of the same development crew, apparently. Yeah, I'm going to... The, the way I would describe it is, it doesn't exist except for Saga and its direct progeny. <laughs> there we go. And I think that that is worthy of, worthy of note. Like, a game, when a game does something that feels good that no other video game does... Oh, I guess for out-of-the-box tactical systems, I feel like I want to give a shout-out to Dragon Quarter. Also, someone's crinkling the mic. Sorry. Okay. I was, I was surprised you didn't pipe in there, Wheels. Dragon Quarter. Yes. I was actually thinking of using that as an answer for one of the questions from this week. Yeah, I would, I would call that a tactical system. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely a tactical system. It's more of a squad-based, but yeah. Yeah, but it, it's a really, really, really good system that very few games have ever used anything quite like, so... Yeah. Uh, that would that would definitely go up here, there as one of the top for tactical. I, th- I think the same people that don't like Saga Frontier, the, because they don't understand it, are the same people that don't like... Um, that one strategy RPG that was released by NISA. I, I forget what it was called now, but uh, I know Wheels really liked it. Um, Starts with an N, I think. Talking about Natural Doctrine? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, Natural Doctrine. Wheels adored that thing. I platinumed it. Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. <laughs> can, I, can you give me tips for killing the Lich? King or whatever his name is. Uh, who's that? The final boss? No, he's like the secret boss. Uh, I don't think I've done the secret boss. That wasn't required for the platinum? No. Nope. Huh. Uh, I mean, pro tip, shoot it until it dies. Yeah, the thing is that like he summons a whole bunch of other skeletons and either he'll, he'll kill you or they'll kill you. Uh, maybe I did do that. I don't remember. Listen, I'm just I'm uh, still just thinking about the old game pro pro tips, so I'm gonna be pro on tip, for a bit. Take lots of turns. <laughs> he considered taking many turns to kill something instead of just a few. Capture all, take all the turns. The game does infinitely easier once you get the sentinel that basically becomes your tank. Oh yes. So all you need yeah. to do is keep him alive long enough to for your other team to kill the other enemies. And it doesn't matter who kills who, because everybody gets experience at the end of a battle. Yes. That's you do. It's a weird game. Although I think you get a little bit more if other characters participate more, but you mainly get the same amount. I mean, that could be nice, because otherwise you get, uh, you know, I'm trying to get this farmer leveled up in Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any point to leveling that farmer? Uh, they typically have cool. good stat growths, actually. Yeah, that sounds and boring. Are you talking about Awakening? 
he becomes probably he, thinking of Donald. Yeah, Donald is, is the guy that becomes one of the better characters if you're willing to put the time into him. It's hard and it takes forever. <laughs> it's kind of easier when you can just ran, fight randos and then you um, can pair them with someone who can support them and then just level them up that way. We'll just yep. pretend that you that you were the one that did all the killing here, and you'll get the XP. And then when his uh, experience is high enough, he can do it solo. Because uh, he starts getting ridiculous stat boosts. <laughs> like when he gets that That's one. Why... Skill, when he gets that one skill called potential, he just starts growing like crazy. It's good times. Good times. Yeah. Let's. Uh... All right. Yeah, we, Se- we could we could go down this rabbit hole for a while. So. Second, second Discord question. question. Follow up, follow up question to the last one. Uh, what is your top one RPG story for each of those types of RPGs? So turn based, tactical, action RPG. Yeah, we, we've we've hit this one before, but it's always fun to go down again. So I need to go. All right. Oh, okay. It's good Thank having you. you. Thank you for joining us, sir. And, I uh, hope to see you on Wednesday when we do the Castlevania stuff. You won't be able to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> like the juggernaut. Okay. Oh yeah, see Captain Marvel. That's fun. Yes, good times. <laughs> Highly recommend. I'm surprised Wheels did not go off on that. Um, <laughs> please don't mention it yet because it's not out over here until Friday. Uh, I would, but, uh, wouldn't think of doing spoilers anyway. Bye-bye. I mean, we only got into the Spider-Verse last Friday, and I'm not even sure if it's available in English yet. Because uh, last oh, Friday it was only wait. Japanese for the first day, at least. I gotta, I gotta steal Wheels' digital copy of Spider-Verse. Yes, that's next week. I'm waiting on pins and needles. Yep. I've already rewatched it multiple times. <laughs> Of course, yeah. I was watching it, watching it yesterday, like while I was working out, just thinking, yeah, you know, what I'll just watch a little bit of it, and then it'll be fine. And then I did a ninety-minute workout. And then no, and then I finished watching it when I was done instead of playing Devil May Cry, which is probably bad, but whatever. Listen, it's not a bad use of your time. That's true. (laughs) All right, so. Just gonna try and think of answer, answers for these real quick. Turn base. Uh, tactics like, is a pretty uh, good yarn. Yeah, uh, going with tactics ogre for story as well. Uh, action RPG. Um, just gonna choose Resonance of Fate because whatever. Try and stop you. Yeah. Fight me. Um. And what are you playing on the stream, by the way? It's it's just WoW. Um, okay, I was thinking, is this WoW or am I just not able to tell MMOs apart? <laughs> it's WoW. Um, and turn-based, uh, I don't know, man. Um, There's a lot of those. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy IX. There you go. No, Final Fantasy VI. Boom. Mm. I count the year I have six with FF7. Um, but also, I was just going to say that you're doing this for an Overwatch skin or something, aren't you? Nope. Wow. 
didn't realize you still played WoW. But... Uh, someone bought me the expansion for Christmas, so. Ah, so now it's an obligation. Correct. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think we've kind of canvassed this topic in the past, and I apologize to uh, Kotaku. Is that the one that sent this in? Uh, where's my Discord? Kataka. <laughs> okay, okay, I was right. So, apologies. Uh, my brain is too shot to go down this question road again, so let's hit the third one. <laughs> that was it. Oh, I thought you said there were three. No. Did I say there okay. were three? I don't remember. I may have said there were three, and if so, I apologize. I'm pretending Wheels was the liar here. There's two. I have two questions. There are Discord. four lights. There are four lights. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's check out the questions from last week, or questions from. What am I trying to say? The questions from episode one hundred nine. Is what I mean. The to questions say. from this episode. Yes. No, we're on one hundred ten. You know what I mean. Uh, do I? The questions from the most recent episode. Yes, 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 yes. Why do you, why do you feel they decided to give judgment in English track? Because oh, like, it's cool? I think it contributes to an altogether, like, attempt to sort of, like, well, Yakuza-adjacent products are selling better in the U.S., so it's time to try to dub them to increase their mass appeal. But I do want to shout out to them choosing to have two different subtitle tracks in addition to the two different audio tracks. That's pretty rad. Interesting. You got the subtitle track that matches the dub and the subtitle track that stays true to the sub. <laughs> Everyone can be happy. Hmm. But yeah, I'm mad pumped for that game. It's in June! June! June. June. Tube. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like it... it like the, the first one they tried it on was Fist of the North Star, which I think they probably thought was a decent test ground because it's a game based on an anime. It doesn't obviously take place in Japan. Uh, <laughs> and then with Judgment, the thought process was probably it's a spin-off. It doesn't have a big scary number after it. We know that this can probably sell at least X number of units. This is a good test bed for whether dubbing these is worth it. Sounds about right. Yeah. And, I mean, why not? It looks really good. Mm -hmm. uh, it is one of those situations where like, the it's the the subtitle only route was always a mark of how little faith they had in the series to actually sell. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it fits the series really well because it takes it takes place in fictionalized but still like pseudo realistic Japan. So it doesn't it, it feels fitting for it to keep its Japanese voice track. But it was always a measure of like, well, it's probably not going to sell that well. <laughs> so the existence of a dub track for Judgment is them viewing it as a series on the rise that can still reach new audiences by having things like a dub, which are seen as appealing to a broader audience. Mm 
<laughs> One of these isn't even a question, Budai. It's just here to rile someone up. <laughs> Uh, I'm happy that Alliance Alive does not have a universal leveling system. I look forward to playing Alliance Alive on the PS4. Okay. But, but yeah, not not technically a question. But, I mean, Wheels could probably use the excuse to talk about Alliance Alive. It's been about 20 minutes. <laughs> not about uh, universal leveling. I think the I think the thought process for that is the connection to Saga and Saga's battle rank, which isn't really universal level, but yeah, I didn't really know what he was referring to. Yeah, I think he's I think he's referencing things like Saga's battle rank. Yeah, it's a good game. Glad more people are going to be able to play it, and yeah. I'm, I'm, sure be makes, I'm sure that makes I'm sure that makes it much more. Systems. Assuming people buy it, I assume that makes it much more likely we'll get another successor. So, please purchase. I don't even know if that development okay. team exists anymore. <laughs> it, it figures we get to a topic I was actually ready to talk about, and then Skype decided to blank on me for 30 seconds. No! Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so, I'm ready to listen. So, yeah, so... Okay, last I heard, we were discussing Budai's second comment about Alliance Alive, but we hadn't gotten to his third one about universal leveling systems yet. Have we gotten there? We have not. We were okay, just about good. to. Okay, good. Okay. Let's continue. So let's actually get to that. What is the right way to have a level scaling or universal leveling system where everything is on the same level? FF8, Romancing Saga 2, Oblivion, as his examples. Um, first, don't make it too easy to level up too quickly. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. yes. Second, um, par capping. Um, like Saga Frontier, for example, um, different areas would have a difficulty rating that was the universal level plus or minus a few. Mm -hmm. So regardless of what level you were at, you could always find at least one place that was easier to work through. Mm -hmm. Or you could wander into some place that was absolutely hell on earth. It's a good system. Uh... Yeah. One thing that I would say is that to, for a universal leveling system to not feel like it's causing the player to sort of run in place as far as power goes, you kind of have to make a game where there's a lot of emphasis on ability, what an ability does over the stats that power it. Oh, that too. Yes, some sort of skills network or like randomly learned abilities or just something that helps... Um, what's right here? Something that uh, rewards you for interesting choices. Yeah. Like, this is why I think that something like Oblivion's level scaling or even like FF8, I'm not a huge fan of, I don't think they really work because the, the game doesn't have... Neither of those games really has like abilities that do strange things. They all are degrees of efficiency in do or do damage or gain or, or like protect your health slash regain it and like they don't have enough breadth of tactical options to really make to not draw attention to the fact that your stats going up with the enemy's stats going up means that you're basically running in place in terms of what a combat encounter looks like and that's one reason why Final Fantasy VIII was not that good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So. 
You've been oddly silent, Wales. <laughs> On Final Fantasy VIII? Or just in general, like, level scaling as a concept. Like, what do you think makes a good level scaling system? Uh, honestly, if I think you're if you you're gonna do level scaling, I think you should not have levels at all. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to Saga. But <laughs> Well, they did it first and they really did it best. Yeah. They definitely did it in a way that showcased a more like a lot of times level scaling exists as a fix to the idea of like if you're not powerful enough, this game is impossible. If you're too powerful, then this game isn't interesting. But a lot of times they end up producing something where it it's so prohibitively, it's overbearingly mucking with the numbers underneath that like those numbers cease to matter because they're never going to... They're always going to get normalized into a small range. Yeah. And... One of my least favorites... Um, this one didn't actually do the uh, universal leveling, but it did something else that would have been really, really annoying that mm-hmm. to part to uh, put together with it, and that was have all special abilities do t- or take percentage MP. Oh. So no matter how much MP you actually got, you really only had the same number of uses of any given ability. You might as well have just had spell charges at that point. Yeah. Oh, that's obnoxious. Um, what game was that? This must be some thing that only happened. Mm. The kissing game. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, like, I'm trying to think of like any other games that really do this. There's a lot of soft, uh, like soft level modulation that kind of tries to move in that same sort of saga direction where it's like there's a minimum there's like a baseline level that this can reach and a maximum level that it can reach mm-hmm. but like and that, that sort of got adopted even by like I think I think Elder Scrolls might have adopted something like that with 5 I can't remember but in general like if you're just trying to modulate difficulty that's about the most you can do Without just completely debasing the gameplay. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, as it, as we believe in many things, Saga is the answer. Uh, or, when all else fails, you can probably get some sort of example out of it. It's true. Yeah, it, it will be an example, good or bad, of everything. <laughs> uh, Sometimes at the same time. And I guess we can hit this last uh, question from good old Jess Carp. <laughs> but uh, is there a game that you have overlooked because of your de- general distaste for the other games in the series you played, only to later discover you really liked that game you skipped? Dragon Quarter? Oh, <laughs> uh, broken record time. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not actually going to go into it. I just had to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> you did it just to... We were going to not be mean to Breath of Fire for... What? Ludo. I didn't say anything mean. <laughs> Technically. Sort of. You're being real rules lawyer about this wheel. It's going to be uh, a shame. Okay. 
but yeah uh like that's kind of the problem is that like a lot of times i just never look back um does it count well here's here's a question mm-hmm. does hyrule warriors would that fit as an answer to this question Possibly. Yeah, I suppose. Calling the Warriors game like a quote-unquote series. It's a, it's a meta-series at the very least. Yeah. Like, in Japan, I'm pretty sure they're all bl- like blank muso. Yeah, they usually are, actually. So, I mean, Hyrule would, Warriors would fit in that mold. Right. Wheels? Yeah. yeah, I would throw that one out. Okay there then for sure because uh, I mean I hadn't really enjoyed any Muso before that point and that one I enjoyed the hell out of it so yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's totally fair uh, I'm trying to think of like something where I just if I like I, if I hear good word of mouth about something even if like I hated its predecessors I'll usually just play it in some fashion anyway I'm trying. I feel like I should have answers to this, but I don't know. most of the things I can think of would be okay. I went back and played one of the earlier games in the series that I had never heard of before, and realized that if I had played that one first, I wouldn't have played any of the others. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about some of these. Metal Max One, Metal Saga. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandable. Unlimited someone saga. for someone that's going to be Metal <laughs> Max Zeno. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they have to bring that one over first, you know? Metal Max 4 would have been a much better choice. Yeah. That would have come out when the 3DS was doing business. They could have made it work. Yep. Could have been a uh, Nintendo. Oh, I know. This, This is more like ignoring a series, like not having any distaste for it, but ignoring a series and then like learning that I really enjoyed it, which was when a friend, like, recommended Super Robot Wars Original Generation to me, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll give that a shot, and then, you know, now I'm just desperately sad that I can't blow $90 on Super Robot Wars T. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's expensive. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that's a decent corollary of, like, a series that you didn't necessarily actively dislike, you just ignored it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's that's the closest I can think of. It's just like, oh, well, I ignored that, and then I played that, and I was like, hmm, okay, time to go back and play five of these. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would just burn out if I was playing that many games in that series in a row. <laughs> oh, absolutely, don't ever do that. It was it was five of them over the course of like a year and a half. So I was cutting them with tons of other games. I had a lot of spare time at the time. <laughs> You know what? I think uh, I think ease might actually apply to this. You played like the master system version or something because you like hurting yourself, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, this was way back in the day, but I didn't. And I also played three at some point back in the day, and they all sucked. The SNES version of three, where the hitboxes are all wrong. Yeah. And that scared you for life. Yeah. Until. Um... Uh, played the version of 1 and 2 on the Wii Virtual Console. Mm-hmm. The Turbo oh, it's Free Lights. Uh, 
I just realized something that's not quite this, but is adjacent, and it also applies to you, Wheels. What's that? You were scared away from all Tri-Ace games over Star Ocean 3. Oh, God. Which is, again, not quite the same thing. Well, yeah, kind of. It's overlooked because of your general distaste for the other games in the series. If we consider Tri-Ace to have a meta-development timeline, we could consider that a series of games. I mean, mean, we could say it scared me off of the other Star Ocean games, so... You're also... I, I think you eventually learned to like like one or two or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's one of. I mean, it's about how many good Star Ocean games there are. <laughs> one is good. Two is good. Five is passable. Three and four can die in a fire. <laughs> Very bad uh, game. Yeah, and. And before people say, ah, the twist in 3 wasn't all that bad, I hated the gameplay before the freaking twist. The game That's the sucks. Thing about three. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to put it to you honestly. When I, like, I was very excited for 3, because I, I loved 2. Like, that was one of my favorite RPGs on the PS1. Very excited for 3, pick it up. Never even got to the twist. Never mm-hmm. got to it. The game was so boring and so badly paced and so uninteresting that I just never even reached the part that people hated. I just didn't like the combat. The the only thing I really remember about that is the backlash we got on the boards for our first review of it. (laughs) Oh, man. This was hilarious. We had people people loudly swearing off ever reading another review by Adrian, ever. And we're like, this is, this is your first post on the boards, dude. Did you read any of them before then? <laughs> this is just and the first one you read. second of all, do you even have a copy of this game yet? Because it's not actually on sale yet. <laughs> I take it he was less than glowing. <laughs> I think we had the single lowest review of that game at or before launch. On the entire internet. Eventually, people would learn that you were right. Completely 100% right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were quite vindicated with it in about two or three weeks, but <laughs> not the first time it's Before happened then, either, though. but probably the worst backlash. People wanted it. People wanted someone's head over the honor of Star Ocean 3. <sighs> no, we, we basically got invaded by GameFAQs over it. Good times. Good old GameFAQs. Yeah, that's that's kind of like those are the examples I can think of. Somehow they're not me; they're all wheels, <laughs> <laughs> except for Super Robot Wars. That's entirely me. But, yeah, so I guess that runs us out of questions. I believe it does. Wheels. Yes. I propose to you the dumbest possible competition. Oh dear lord. All right, I'm game. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have. I don't have a follow up to this joke. What? I already accepted. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, no, I was. I was just looking at the sidebar and like the list of recent reviews, and my brain was like, "Huh? Remember when someone made a GBA Onimusha tactical game, and that drove out whatever my competition was?" <laughs> oh God, I forgot that. So in conclusion, we actually have to ra- we actually have to race to see who can beat Onimusha Tactics first. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to have to race to see who can find a copy of it first. 
Yeah, good luck with that. It's not a it's not a common game. I had a copy at one point and played it and was like, Why? This sucks and got rid of it. I've never known anyone who has ever played that game. I didn't think anyone remembered that it happened. I did. We're trying to block Why? it. Why? Uh, I was trying to I had to catch them all. All them all being all the tactical RPGs. When did you do this? I don't even remember. That's how unremarkable the game was. I would like to point out this game came out on the Wii U Virtual Console. <laughs> what? No, don't tell an addict that he can get another hit, please. <sighs> I'm not spending money on that. <laughs> You too could spend ten dollars on Onimusha Tactics for the Wii U. Ugh. The best part is Why that it's a spin-off of Onimusha. <laughs> it doesn't even take place in the same universe. What? <laughs> like it's still about fighting like frickin' demon Nobodaga and his demon army, but for some reason it's just it's out of continuity with all of them. It's basically just in a different universe. Weird. Very weird. Yeah, video games are weird. Uh, so, yeah, I think that runs us out of discussion topics. Thanks for all the questions, people. <laughs> Yay, lots of questions. Send us more questions. Give us all the questions. Send them to Wheels or me on Discord. He's wheels i'm the fbm uh send them to the comment section you know where it is because you had to go there to find this unless you're on itunes i guess that could also happen but go to the comment section on rp gamer uh also alternatively shout at us on the street if you somehow find us or shout at us in the stream when we're streaming michelle yes i don't believe there's anything uh I don't believe there's anything in there, but... <laughs> Not at present, but sometimes there's people lurking in there yeah. and dropping us questions. Yeah, that, this was me checking to make sure that we hadn't just become hypocrites by saying that and not <laughs> checking. But no, I don't see anything in there. I've had to reload the stream a few times because my internet is doing weird things tonight. But I've had that just happen to me with uh, Twitch before. I don't know yeah, Twitch is weird. But yeah, so, you know, see you next mission. See you, Space Cowboy. All right. Peace out, folks. We're stopping. Stop. Stop. Stop dreaming. Stop. Thousand thermometers, two thousand surrounding us. Travel two thousand kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? Hey, didn't know they doubted us. Makes it that more.